Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Putting It Together with me, Brian O'Sullivan. It's the Creative Conversations Podcast, episode 353. We're doing all right, aren't we? My guest today is the lovely Maddie Grieve, Madeline Grieve to you and Maddie for short and thank you so much to Maddie for taking time out of what you will find is a very busy schedule uh, to come and talk to me. I've enjoyed Maddie's work so much over uh, recent years, particularly well, very recently. Um, just has access to so many different pockets of humanity, I think. Um, great comic actor, an actor of great truth particularly for one so young, um, and it's so lovely to hear her story, um, how it all came to be. Uh, she she really grew up in the theatre, which is quite rare. Um, the only other person I can think that springs to mind is Finn Den Hertog, who talks when he was on the podcast some years ago uh, about basically growing up at Dundee Rep because his parents both worked there. Um, so a similar thing for Maddie, and I suppose that could go one of two ways. It could either make you, you know, want to continue and... and instill in you a complete love of the medium or it can make you think what a pain you know I just have to get away from all this um and as you can probably guess it's the former for Maddie and um, so I loved hearing that story and just sharing ideas and having a having a nice discussion with someone who until today I didn't know that well but whose work I definitely admired so look forward to that I'm sure you'll enjoy it thanks very much to all the people who've been writing to me and sending um little votes of thanks for particular episodes who've been subscribing as well become subscribers to the podcast or now patrons if you want to do that you can join in by going to puttingittogethercast.com and clicking on donate you can give us a pound or two a month or you can give a one-off donation whatever you think we're worth but if you're enjoying the show and you can afford to chip in then it's very much appreciated if you can't or for whatever other reason you're not going to do that just now then that's all right i want you to keep listening so just keep listening to the show stay part of the conversation and i hope it gives you something i hope it gives you some solace or some inspiration a little bit of insight whatever it is that you feel you need today i hope we're able to bring it to you in the form of this podcast make sure you're following us on social media as well let people know you're listening to the show all that stuff i always say engage with us in, in as many platforms as possible it helps us to grow and give us a wee star rating on, on your podcast provider give us five stars and write something if you can um i mean if you do that right now you could pause this episode right now you could go into your podcast provider whether that's apple Podcasts, spotify google whatever and you could find this this podcast and you could give it five stars and you could write, I love this show and here are the reasons why. It would take you all of one minute and it would make such a difference to this show. Such a huge difference. So please consider doing that. Thank you. You're back. Thanks for doing that. So now it's time for me to let you know what's happening this week at a Play a Pie and a Pint. And I realise that I've actually last week already told you this because I was a week behind well almost a week behind i got a bit muddled but anyway just to remind you that this week at a play a pie and a pint until saturday it's bread and breakfast by kirsty halliday it's directed by layla noble it stars maureen carr james peak and erin elkin it runs till saturday and then it goes to the traverse and to the lemon tree in aberdeen and you'll find out more about next week's play as we talk now to our guest of the week maddie grieve because she's in next week's play uh, which i'll tell you more about in detail uh, next week when the time comes but for now i think it's time for us to hear from maddie so sit back relax enjoy our guest of the week it's maddie grieve she's with me and we are putting it together a kinder egg is part of a meal deal yeah that's wild i would yeah. never think to do that what get a kinder egg yeah really genuinely i would never sometimes you've got to just 
because they everything's in the deal, isn't it? It's yeah. like that's the beauty of the deal. Yeah, the deal. The deal's amazing. Although yeah. I've just realised that sometimes you need to actually scan your club card to get the deal. Yes. No, that's not cool. I thought it was to get the deal fifty percent, fifty pence cheaper. Right. But well, is it now? You just can't sometimes get. Well, can't get sometimes it? I don't get it, and what? that's not fair because actually, I've had so many times that I've not had the deal, but the meal. <laughs> Because I've not scanned my bloody club card and I've got one there on my phone. So, and you've Wasn't gone cool. paid like £5.20 and you could have been... Yeah. Whoa. Well, well, you know how you count up your parking tickets. <laughs> I'm going to start taking tabs on Quite how right. much I've saved on my meal deals. Yeah, well, the thing is that you kind of end up living on them, don't you? Yeah. Well, when you're the, working, the sweet rehearsing and stuff. Yeah. A lot of meal deals. Greg's as well. Yeah. It's really bad though. I shouldn't be doing Greg's, but I am. I've actually got to the point with the sandwiches and the meal deal where I've <laughs> given away the possibility that they might be enjoyable. Yeah, I, I don't know. even think I'm. You know, I just go, what one would offend me the least, and then I just eat it and I don't taste it. I don't. It's just fuel. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I'm selective about the snack and what drink goes with it. Yeah, the sandwich. That, I'm just like, yeah. we know it's crap. Yeah, mixes up, mix it up every day. Sometimes I have Lucasade. Sometimes yeah. I Ribena. Have you tried the Ribena squash things? No. You need to get in about that. Is it fizzy? I like fizzy. No, Ribena. it's not fizzy, but it's it's just as sweet. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm a bit of a sweet tooth. Uh, me too, but I always get an energy drink because it's like, that's the biggest markup fuel. in it. Yeah, And yeah. fuel, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are the considerations of, of modern acting life. Listen, tell me about it. Tell they, me about I think it. they used to go and eat lunch in restaurants and have a glass of wine and all that. Not so much now. <laughs> no, You try no. and do your best with a real deal and that's it. <laughs> a pie and a pint. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one day a week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, which brings me neatly onto what you're currently doing. Yes, this is you must have done a good few now. I've done third? three. Yeah, wow. three in a short three. space of time. Yeah, I'm. You must be very doing something lucky. right. I've, there's something going on. There's something in the in the waters that's happening <laughs> because it's total. Don't know where I've been nowhere, and now I've done three. So that's I'm very lucky. That's good. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoy it. It's a good, good place to be around. Good What's country. this one? This one is Starving by Imogen Sterling. This is the Imogen Sterling one. So is it like yes. spoken word then? Um, no. So it's Imogen's first play that she's written. Right. Because um, obviously she's got Love the Sinner, which is amazing and yeah. going on tour. Um, but this is the first play that she has written that mm-hmm. is coming to play Pie in a Pint. So um, yeah, it's exciting. There is some sort of spoken word element to it. Right. Um, which makes me really nervous with Imogen Sterling looking at you in the room um, but I'm doing my best <laughs> yeah that is hard I guess yeah. <laughs> it is um, but no it's good it's really good it's nice to have someone she's in the room quite a lot which is right. good so we can really work on the the writing and the context and the meaning and all that so are you on next week? Yeah. So I mean, rehearsing this week, but probably last week was more was more the kind of pulling it apart and putting it back together. Yes. Thing. Yes. Which is my work. I I I hate that. Are you not good at that? <laughs> no, I don't like. I like it. I like it. I like the chat of being like, yeah, this is what we mean, and this is this is where we're going with this. And then I get up and I go, right, I need to put every single thing into play <laughs> right now, <Yeah. laughs> and I forget, Maddie. <laughs> Things take time. You right. Have time to iron these things out um but yeah no the first days were very much in the text with Imogen yeah you're right though I think we because it's easy enough to sit around and throw a million ideas at, yeah. at the wall but yeah. then you stand up and you go all right so I have to embody all of that <laughs> it's me take. that has to do it's this me. <laughs> yeah. and it, when you're sitting talking about it you probably you're almost a different you're not thinking of no. yourself. You go, whoever acts this will have to do this, this and this. <laughs> yeah. Let's make them do it. Yeah, I go, it'd be great if this came out and this came across and the audience <laughs> felt like this. And then I'm going, 
oh, I'm the one that has to actually do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I panic. <laughs> and it's a two-hander, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Isabella Jarrett's been, I mean, very experienced working for a long time. I mean, it's it's really nice working with Izzy, we get to call her. Oh, you okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in there. Um, but yeah, no, she's great. She's so good. Because it's so, it's so intimate doing a like a show a two-man show yeah especially with paper and a pint because you're literally in each other's pockets there's no yeah. kind of that dressing room <laughs> that yep. dressing room where you're in each other's pockets so they get new dressing rooms you what you've not seen that no so where the dressing room is yeah or was uh-huh they've knocked through into that toilet next door and they're making two separate dressing rooms each with its own toilet and shower how about oh, that? Well, wait a minute. You heard it here first. Well, let's post. hope number four is on the horizon because <laughs> I didn't get any of that treatment. I know, it's funny, oh. isn't it? Because, I, I mean, when I started there, the dressing room was up in the fifth floor. Oh, was it? In a, a windowless room, which is not new, and in amongst all the heating uh, boilers and stuff. So it was oh. sweltering. Mm-hmm. And there, there were five of us in the play. And you had to, someone had to come up in the lift and get you and bring you down. You'd all stand in the lift. Oh, no, because that's, that's the worst thing ever, is the actual journey from the dressing room yeah, exactly out back past the kitchen oh, it's saying hello to everyone yeah and then you're backstage and you're like oh god well, you so couldn't I can't go, imagine you couldn't go on from the stage in those days you had to come down the middle so you had to get brought down the left and then you had to stand at the back like a chump near oh. the bar and wait and then watch the announcement and then you had to run down oh no 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 <laughs> i think i would um it's horrible decline the job no, <laughs> the, every time i did it and i still do every time i do it I stand there at the beginning and I go, what am I doing? I know, I know. I do it with most shows, but I guess a bigger show where you're a smaller cog, mm-hmm. as I always say in the machine, it's a bit less terrifying because yes. you're all in it together. But when there's two of you or something, you're just like, what am I doing? I know, because you were one man. Or on your own, even yeah, worse. Yeah, and you wrote it. Yeah, but that means you yeah. can make it up and say, that's what I said. <laughs> I wrote that. It doesn't it's just, matter. It's the same mind that's coming up with it, whether you say it in the moment or write it on a bit of paper. Yeah, true. Did you do that? Of course. Oh, right. Okay. I thought you weren't going to admit that. <laughs> no, but also it was mostly direct address to the audience. So I could say, uh, what? I'm not sure about this, but I mean, I could. I was completely open. You were. You could do that. It's you had fine. leeway. Yeah. Oh. It's different. If you're, I think if you were doing someone else's one person play, that, mm-hmm. I would find that much more terrifying. Yeah, needing to keep on it. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Who knows? Who knows what One the future day, holds? I guess, One yeah. day, maybe. Would you do it? Yeah, yeah. I'm always up for a experience, a challenge. I yeah. think. I think anything, to be honest. I'd do anything for a penny in the pocket. I but, think yeah. that's that's sometimes that's age as well because I think I said that that was my war cry. Oh really? I just want to work. Yeah. As long as I work, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and not that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's wonderful. <laughs> and then over time, you go. You start. You find yourself. Your wee ego comes in. You go. I'm on at work, but I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And then you think, what happened to that youthful person <laughs> who was up for anything? Oh God. Well, good. I'm glad you're calling me youthful. That's nice. Yeah, you. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, I know because yeah. the start when I auditioned for this play by Pine, it said uh, she's 26. Then I started, and they went, she's now 30. I was like, oh, eh, as soon as you took one look at me, it's now me <laughs> playing the part. And Imogen was like, no, no, no. She reassured me it wasn't the case, but I'm still on to her a little bit about that. Did she, when you walked into the room on the first day, did she mm-hmm. scribble quickly something? <laughs> was there a line went through? 
then 3-0. She's wrinklier than us. <laughs> change everything, change it all round. Get, get her a cane. Get her out of the room, actually. <laughs> yeah, the age thing is weird, isn't it? I mean, yeah. because when, you, when you're in college or whatever you do, you play all different ages. You play roles that you'll never be able to mm-hmm. I think I got play. prime Jean Brody. Right, I got right. cast as, which is just ridiculous. But you take the opportunity because yeah. you're, you're like, we're all young. Yeah, you of think, course. It might be 50 years before I even have a shot at this again. Yeah. If, if at all. If at all. Well, that's what the whole thing is. Like, I went from college and kind of doing wee bits of Amdram stuff because I loved it mm-hmm. into actually working and going, hmm, don't get as many opportunities as yeah. maybe you do if you do it as something you love doing. So I've yeah. decided I'm just going to enjoy every single opportunity I get to perform. So I will do anything. Right. That's good. I like that. For, for yeah, I think you need to enjoy it because if you don't enjoy it, it becomes well, stressful and yeah. and something you end up despising when the whole point of us doing this in the first place because we loved it and we had a passion for it. Yeah, if we lose that... If you lose that, what's, what's, what's the point? Yeah. Because we're not getting rich. We know that. <laughs> no, we're not Not so rich. far. <laughs> Especially not with meal deals, bloody. <laughs> <laughs> that says it all, really, Without your it? club card, jeez. Yeah, always bring your club card. Always bring your club I've card. I've got them on my phone, you know, in the, the yeah. Apple wallet, and there's all, all of them. So did I. All so light I. up. That's what pissed me off. I was like, <laughs> I have my it. club card yeah. in my pocket, <laughs> and I have not used it because I didn't know. But it's fine, you learn something new every day. Yeah, I mean, I used to refuse them. It was like, do you, do you want a royalty card? And I would go, no, 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 I don't need that. And then something changed. I went, yes, I'll have all of them. Yes, I'm here all the time. And Give it, me one. It's the, it's always the meal deals, 50 pence. Yeah. I'm like, that's going to build up, mate. I'm pretty sure I have a I have a Hobbycraft one, and I'm in Hobbycraft maybe once a year, but it's yeah. there. Yeah, I got there a Holland the Barrett one yesterday. Did I you? I bought some vitamins, and I was like, well, I guess I'll probably be back. Might as well. So it'll go in the little thing. They're going yeah. to take up more than one screen's worth soon. I'm going to have to scroll <laughs> through my cards. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait oh, like... just give me a second. <laughs> it's here somewhere. <laughs> so you started doing uh, Amdram when you were when you were young then? When you were wee? Or? Yeah, when I was wee, when I was little. Um, but in Glasgow? No, I'm from Perth. Oh, you're from Perth, right? Yeah, right. so um, uh, my mum had a theatre school in Perth. Mm-hmm. And I did lots of things with them. And as I got older, I wanted to do more musically things. Mm-hmm. So I did musicals. Um, and then studied and yeah just happened like that i think it's really fun am dram but it, because of the drama <laughs> yeah that the company brings like yeah, i quite yeah. like the uh, different variety of people that you meet with an am dram right right and it's not people that take it too seriously and it be- doesn't become this big thing especially when i was younger but of course there are people who take it very seriously as well oh. you get both ends of the spectrum oh, don't you? oh yes mm. there are people that take it very very I enjoy seriously that. yes me too. <laughs> Hearing all this story, like, I can't believe she got the lead again. <laughs> Just because she's in talking to the director all the time and all that shit, yeah. you know. The, the fifth Oliver they've done, raging that they're not Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> they always do Oliver. How many times have they done Oliver? That was the first one I did. Was it? It was with the Apollo players. I played Oliver, yeah. All right. And it was Didn't like, oh, we... they do it every couple of years, yeah. <laughs> I was Dodger. Were you? Yeah. I can see you as Dodger. They just popped a wig on me and thought, no, nah, ah, she'll sure. do. She'll do. Great. Yeah. Then change the age. Mm, Dodger's 27. <laughs> well, I know. I'm obviously I'm obviously an ageless person. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, no, my partner does um, Amdram um, stuff. So uh, she's involved in that kind of world. So and that's fun. in Glasgow, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You live in Glasgow now. Yes, I live in Glasgow so now. So what's, what's she doing at the moment? Um, she's, she's kind of, producer i suppose for the for a amdram company called glasgow live productions right um and i've directed a couple i do like being surrounded by people that are 
but enjoy it as well because it keeps yeah. the enjoyment of it all alive. Because um, we can forget, can't we? Yeah, well, sometimes I, sometimes I feel like it's some people or some conversations are so bogged down by the heart, the difficulties, and it is difficult. Mm. And there's no denying that it can be difficult and it can be quite um, quite hard to... to I, don't, I don't even know what I'm saying. It can be difficult. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. And I feel like that sometimes overpowers the underlying thing which is we all love it and we're all passionate about it and we should just enjoy everything like going to see stuff celebrating people celebrating any any opportunity you get whether that be tiny or massive i think is very important yeah i totally get that. so that's why i like being surrounded by people in amdram because i'm like you love this you love musicals like they're crazy yeah crazy that fire is really there oh my god like on a different level like they know all the casts in order Who's done what? All the actors. I'm like, what? What the from hell? like the West End versions yeah, and all that? And like, oh, yeah. I remember he did it and all that. Yeah, yeah every yeah. word to every musical, every obscure musical I have, I've never heard of. They, wow. they know it and know it in detail. It's mad, mad. <laughs> but it's, I suppose it's like if it's your hobby, then you do end up. Mo- you're more likely to be like that. Yeah, like a savant about it. Because if you were. So you're a train spotter or something, you'd be the same. Yeah, exactly. And it wouldn't be your job. You'd be yeah. go to your office, but then the weekend you'd be mad. You'd be like, that's an RX-5. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever train. I'm not a train spotter. <laughs> but I, I kind of love it in people. I love yeah. the, I love when it takes over and, and it makes people kind of odd. Yes, yes. Because I'm a bit odd about theatre, actually. I'm kind of, And I thought everybody would be when I started. Uh-huh. Because I was a kid, I made up shows in the loft and yes. built scenery and, you know, yeah, everything. Rob Madge. Rob Madge. Yeah, exactly. Rob yeah, Madge yeah, vibes. Rob Madge. Yeah, yeah. I love him. So when um, I when I heard their the cast recording of that musical, mm-hmm. some of the lyrics like spoke to me so much. Like mm-hmm. you know, um, putting on the just put on the show in your living room doesn't yeah, matter. All yeah. that stuff. I was in floods of tears when I heard that because I was like, no, it's me. Me too. They're great. Like amazing. I, I've I've cried so much. Did you see their show? I've uh, never seen it. Oh, it was amazing. I'd love to see it. They just got. Um, the Broadway run just got postponed and I've, I'm trying to figure out why. Why? I, I know. I've been I'm searching to, I'm trying to see the tea as well. <laughs> I know. Because they've not given anything away. No. And then people go, you always get that on TikTok, don't you? Or something. Mm-hmm. So, recently, this happened and <laughs> yeah. you're like, yes, yes I know. And? Like, yeah. And then this woman went, now, I don't know why. And I was like, fucking scroll. <laughs> you got me in there. You made it look as if you <laughs> no, did know why. No, But why no one seems doing? to know. I know, because I'd noticed that they had put on their... Um, stories that the stage manager was looking for a new job and I was like oh. stage manager is looking for a new job what's happened That's and then good. they announced that it was delayed right. so I'm a bit like oh I've, I was all about that tea as well trying to figure out what was going on I know I love it I, I discovered love- a podcast yesterday that's all about like celebrity gossip and it's uh-huh. they do an episode every day and I was like that seems great apart from the fact that I'm not interested in celebrity gossip yeah but I was like in theory <laughs> yeah, it's like a, if there was a theatre one yeah yeah and it was every day I'd yeah. be like, what's happening I know and all what's these going stan on? accounts you know that on twitter and all that like yeah apparently there might be a west end transfer yeah. I'm, all, I'm all over it yeah 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 yeah. you want to hear about it you want to be in the yeah in the loop so i'm so i'm the geek in that sense even though i'm in the like business and i do it for a living now mm-hmm. i'm still weird like it you're still a geek and i thought everyone would be but they're not no like quite a lot of people are like you did what when you were young like, <laughs> let's do it as a job and they love it yeah and it's not to take anything away from them but um, that wasn't their outlet putting no. on shows yeah, yeah yeah people come at it from different angles yeah. i suppose i feel like that was definitely mine as well though. were you like that too oh my god i was a wee weirdo yeah were you 
Is it as far back as you can remember or can you remember a time when it, when that sort of kicked in? No, I've always... So my mum and dad are performers. Yes. So they were um, they were actors when I was growing up. So I was always at the theatre. Right. And absolutely adored it. So what were they? Um, what kind of things were they doing? They did um, Pit Lockery season. Right. Um, my dad was the creative artistic director at Pit Lockery in Perth. Yeah. So they did shows all the time. So I was seeing them all the time. Right. Um, and you're hanging about in the building. Hanging about in the building, yeah. yeah. I can't even. I can't even really remember the ones when I was wee wee. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing my mum, <laughs> my mum playing um, Blanche in Streetcar. Great. And I remember being like, "Whoa, I want to. I want to do that. I think this is actually what I want to do. Because oh, I so wanted cute. to be an architect. Oh right. Okay. <laughs> I know. Wanted to do that. And then I saw her, and I was like, "Oh no, I, I think I want to give that a wee go." Mm-hmm. Um. And then that was kind of it. That was when I started doing doing things a bit more. Um, but in school, it was a no go. Oh right, okay. I don't so know if like, this is the same for you, it's but a in secret, school, is it, or? oh yeah, I was I was Hannah Montana. Okay, right. <laughs> I did not do it at school. And then one day, my teacher in music was like, "Why have you not taken music?" And I was like, Cause I'm, "I really want to do techie drawing." The, les- the lesbian came out in me. I was like, <laughs> I want to do tech. And they were like, get to music. Okay. So they made me change. And then it all, I became more confident with doing oh, it in okay. school. Um, so big up that teacher. Made me do it. I know. I didn't do, like, there was no drama department in my school. Oh, really? So I didn't do, I always did music. And it wasn't a secret. I wish it could have been because uh-huh. I got, like, teased so badly. Aww. So it was, I would. I tried to play it down. Mm-hmm. But, like, I went home every day and was like, building a set or I was filming a thing or yeah. writing a script or you know and my pals at school who I could trust they were in it all whether they liked it or not oh, Saturday you need to come over we're making the film of whatever it was oh good for them good for them ah, and good for you in, as well yeah, yeah. I know people are I can't believe that drama wasn't a, or is, is like I teach kids as well yeah and uh, a lot of them say that they don't get drama at school or it's not it's, they have a drama teacher but it's not a subject and I'm like why why does the drama oh, teacher exist? Oh, like do they come in for an hour a week? Yeah, and do a yeah, yeah, like little right, things. Okay, um, and they all love it, so it's kind of like oh, such a shame, isn't it? Oh well, yeah, that's a whole other thing, isn't it? But then it's it's kind of if if they do have it, often people take it because they think it's a breeze. Yes, you know people who aren't interested. Yes, well, I was watching first dates last night. Yes, I watched that rubbish. And, uh, is that the one where they're in the restaurant? Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't good, watch it religiously, but when I do, I always kind of... I like the staff, I like the vibe. Yeah. We're I on sort a... of buy it. It's fine. I'm fine with it. I buy into all that okay. nonsense. Good. Um, <laughs> but the guy on it was like, I'm doing performing arts at the moment, but to be honest, I just want to skive this year so my mum doesn't make me move out. And I was like... Ugh. Why are you putting that on national television? You're taking up a space. You are taking the mick out of what I do. Yeah. Um, I I know. It made me enraged. I didn't know the rage that was in me. (laughs) It's all there. And they were like, calm down. It's first dates. I was like, no, I know, but (laughs) he's really annoyed me. Well, to be fair now, I feel bad because I did that with art in first and second year. I didn't pick it because no chance. Uh I was terrible. Like, My visual skills are almost (laughs) non-existent. I can't even picture stuff. Like but if someone, what you've just said, you make sets and no. But I was like always like, films. I was getting people to do stuff. I was uh, a director, right? I, I never built in because I couldn't, right? But I was always going, what if we had something like this and they would make it right? with you? Yeah, but if you described to me like, if I said to you, what are you going to wear to the such and such event mm-hmm. the weekend, and you described some fancy outfit, honestly, if you could see what's in my head, I can't picture it. Oh, are you one of those people? It's weird. 
to the point it's actually weird. So when I see yeah. like a model box, or a, I'm always amazed. Yeah, when I see the, the set because I can't. But that's, anyway, why am I telling you that? No, that's wild. There's a thing online that's like a picture of an apple, picture of an apple right now. Right, and then it asks you what version. And then it's like, you what see? version do you see? And it's yeah. like simple, and then it's like light reflecting off it and all that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm somewhere like, in the middle. It's not nothing. I can see an apple because it's a, it's an iconic. It's a thing. It's a symbol that we all recognise together. An apple with that's a little bit um, mad and <laughs> a, little <bit laughs> mad. a little bit mad. No, if you described a bunch of characteristics, like there's a bit cut off the top of it, but not the top, but the side, and uh, the colour is like this, and there's a knife going slightly through it, my head's jumbled. Okay, okay. Right? And then I couldn't then try and describe that to someone else or draw it or write it down because I'm lost. There's maybe a board game in that. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I would lose it. <laughs> I so, know, but I would win. That's right, why I'm, exactly. that's so why I'm, I'm interested. I'm, out. I'm busy that day. Um, but in art, so I couldn't have done art, but mm-hmm. when we had art, when we were forced to do it in first and second year, to me it was an absolute sky because I knew I couldn't do it. Uh-huh. So I didn't have any pretension that I was going to try. Yeah. So the teacher just got ripped apart. <laughs> I'm Aww. not proud of it, but the poor woman. <laughs> They're always, I know, I know, I know. There's always a specific type of teacher as well that gets picked on yeah and i always felt so sorry for them i was a bit I, of a goody goody see i sadly didn't feel sorry <laughs> for them, and now i do and now i hate do. that i was like that <laughs> they're listening to that going yeah yeah i remember yeah. you you dick i remember you i've been waiting <laughs> for you to mention this <laughs> it's amazing like the, sometimes you get people that turn out to listen to this show a bit like that not uh-huh. my art teacher well, but i'll meet someone i've not seen for years and they go oh yeah i was listening to your podcast i'm like what, what? it's wild to think I don't know. Sometimes I think it's well to think that anyone's listening. Oh, don't tell me that. Me too. Sorry. Don't make me aware. I forget. I forget. <laughs> Let's forget. <laughs> so what was the first show that you were ever in? Oh my goodness. Um, first show I was ever, ever in was <laughs> was a show about Persephone in the underworld. Oh. Yeah, I played Hades. It was very fun. So we were talking about casting. Yeah, we were. Yeah. I played Hades, no problem. <laughs> played Hades, easy. Hades, Dodger, whatever. <laughs> it's quite um, a roll call, yeah. Yeah, no. um, yeah we did that in, uh, with my mum's kind of theatre school. She like toured, She not toured, <laughs> she like um, did classes at like village halls and stuff. Right, right. So I used to go along with her and she did a production at one. That was my first wow. ever, yeah. I think when I was maybe really wee, I was in a play with um, Jimmy Chisholm. Really? Yeah. Um, I think it was a one-man show, actually, and I played a little girl ghost with his two kids, um, and that was really his fun. His two kids were in it? His yeah, real kids? Yeah, so it was his two kids and no me, way. and they needed kids to play, like, little ghost children. I can't right. even remember the play. I was that young, and it was great, because we just came on and had to be, well, kids, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. little kids, but yeah, we were on years. the big stage. So Where was it? Pitlochry. Wow. Yeah, so it was fun. It was really, that really was fun. fun. Really fun. Um, and I loved being in Pilocry when I was younger because it's just so gorgeous. And yeah. Going to the park, over the wobbly bridge. It's um, a good place for kids and families, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. really good. I've not been there in ages, actually. So did you commute from Perth or did your parents like stay there when they were on seasons? Um, so my we lived in Perth. Um, I stayed with my grand sometimes when they would do shows and things. Right, right. Um, but I think we stayed, still stayed in Perth when we did the Pitlochery stuff. It? Nah, Pitlochery and Perth aren't that far away from each other. Um, but yeah, 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 that was my first show. That's wild. Do you know, every time know. they announce a season at Pitlochery, I'm always like, 
how can they possibly like the I list know, of things the, I mean, the crazy amounts that they have to yeah. get done i know and like <laughs> two full-scale musicals and they're so different i'm like how are you gonna i, don't I know how are you gonna do that i don't understand how they do yeah it. it's mental they're doing the beautiful carol king one this yep. year and what's the other musical uh, footloose is it is it footloose? Footloose, i know yeah. they're just on gypsy yeah and what was their other one last know. year can't remember they did Sunshine on Leith. Sunshine on Leith, yeah, yeah. No, they do loads. They never stop. They it's never wild, st- isn't it? Well, they never stop. We need more rep. We need more rep. I suppose theater. you had a sense of that. Did you have a sense of rep growing up? Yeah. Other than Pitt Lockery? Um, yeah, Perth. Well, Perth it used rep to be then. rep, yeah. Um, and then it kind of disappeared as I was kind of getting old enough to be aware of, of what that is. Right, um, right. But Dundee, obviously, I'm very close to Perth, so... I went to Dundee a lot, so I kind of knew the um, what that entails, and mm-hmm. I feel like I just wanted to do it so bad. Like it's such a challenge for an actor, a performer. Like it's a dream, isn't it? <laughs> and it's how everyone cut their teeth. You know, yeah. any actor from fifty years ago would yeah. tell you they started in rep. Yeah, well, that's what my mum and dad. They didn't really understand. Like the industry's changed so much that when I first graduated, they didn't get how difficult it was because they'd been out of it for a while right and they were like when we left college we just we were lucky we just got a rep job and then that was it for months and months and months and you probably play little parts and bit of asm yeah yeah fill out the background a bit totally so learn learn on the job it's just a different world isn't it different different gigs going about but bring rep back absolutely (laughs) i'm gonna start a petition (laughs) well i think the other thing is that most actors you're maybe our age don't really know what that is because yeah. they didn't have any experience of it anyway yeah yeah, yeah. whereas you sort of on the cusp of two things kind of know yeah and the reason i know about it is because i've grown up reading books of like biographies of older actors mm-hmm. and they talk about weekly rep and i yes. think wow what a world you know like i'd love to do that i know like doing a show at night but rehearsing for a different one during the day yeah then putting that one on like I having mean, more than one running at once because dundee rep haven't done that for years no. even though they are they have the company still yeah going Thursday night we do thing we and then yeah. Friday night's a different one yeah no ah, it's crazy it's wild it? it's so it's so wild but so good <laughs> yeah so good I'd love to I'd love to do that kind of thing I think that's what we do I mean, in a way we have to do that in our job anyway yeah like uh today for example we're mm-hmm. sitting here having this conversation yeah. so I put on this hat yes and then at nine o'clock tonight i do my tiktok live and i become janice yeah and that's like another little stream of my you know a little your... string to the board whatever yeah you have to just change hats don't you yeah we're having to facilitate all aspects yeah. of yeah well this week i've had a kids show on at the um theater school at Ever glasgow action academy um and so i've gone from rehearsals right straight there to then do the show with the kids wow. and then go home and then done that for a few days so that's been using lots of hats um you switch while you're in the car don't you between yeah. one and another you kind of right i'm this now yeah on the walk on the walk over <laughs> yeah. i'm like right okay what do i need to do right i need to make sure that their costumes are on correctly and not backwards and <laughs> things like that them. what was the show <laughs> dracula oh wow yeah so we um it was it was kind of a rewritten version because the one i wanted to do was dracula the bloody truth and it's basically like a three-man show and the funny part of it is that they're playing multiple parts. They're coming on with the wrong wigs on and oh, stuff so like that. Yeah, it's farcical. Like, okay. But um, I have so many kids that actually the part <laughs> I had enough people for the part. So I was like, right, we need to strip all that out of it and just 
do it, take it as is. I see, okay. So, so the whole thing of people changing wigs and stuff doesn't work because there's, <laughs> no, there's, there's one for every part yeah. and more, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Is that the place in Govan, Glasgow Acting Academy? No, it's on Bath Street. What's the one in Govan I'm thinking of? That doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, what, it's on Bath Street. Um, been there for, for a while, been around for a wee while. Eh? So you were rehearsing in Sucking Hill Street and just going across? Walking across to Bath oh, Street. And well, no, that's handy enough. It's quite it? good, yeah. Before when they were rehearsing in Mary Hill, it was a bit more of a trek. But oh, God, yeah. It's been good this week. That's about as close to weekly rep as you get now, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. <laughs> You're doing it. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm living it. So your parents are still in the business or no? Um, my parents are lecturers right, at right. Uh, New College Lanarkshire currently. Um, they've kind of taken their taken their toe out of the water, should you say. But mm. my mum still does bits and bobs when she mm-hmm. she can. Um, but yeah, they really enjoy that. They really like it. And then it's kind of it's great being at college because you get to do so many plays and you get yeah, to I guess so yeah you get to just practice your craft all day. It's great and I, I miss it actually. <laughs> Where did you go to New I Clan? I went to New End Clan as well. Before right. them. I would like to just okay, put an explanation part mark That's there. Fine. I was before they came along and then they followed me because I can't bear to be with them. <laughs> <laughs> At least you can't be accused of being a Nepo baby in that Yeah, sense, well, exactly. Right? That's why I'm That's why I'm stating that. <laughs> right, very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I went there and then they followed suit. So you had a good experience there? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I did have a really good experience there. Um, I I didn't know about it um, and then applied applied for all the places like we all do, yep, every yep. drama school. Um, but I was only 17. so mm, That's young. Yeah. And I, I, was, I wanted to do something though. I was hungry to do something. So went to college and then met my pals, enjoyed mm-hmm. being around them and just stayed until I graduated. Yeah. So I really enjoyed it. Did you have a thought then about the track that you wanted to take? You know, after the training, did you were you quite specific or was it quite general? Yeah, well, I've, it's hard. It's diff, It's tricky because nowadays, looking back, I'm going. You should just take any track that <laughs> comes along. If there's a track, if there's a track, get it. on it. Yeah. Um. But at the time, um, I really wanted to do kind of musical, kind of theatre, kind of mm-hmm. um. Well, rep is my dream, but um, mm-hmm. like. Lots of different plays. Oh, I just want. I just wanted to work. To be honest, I think yeah. that's the that is the goal. Um, I didn't have anything specific that I wanted to do. Um, but it took me a long time, actually, from leaving college to get in the right headspace to start working, mm-hmm. and be confident in my ability and be ready to put that forward properly. Because I was very young and I felt well, I'd just gone to college at seventeen stayed there then graduated so um it's a quite a not cozy but it's quite a safe yeah, environment isn't it totally and then you leave and you are you are on your own because you are yeah. your own you're your own um own encouragement you're your own best mm-hmm. friend so mm-hmm. you need to believe in it a little bit and i i didn't struggle with that but i didn't believe that that was as necessary as it is if that yeah it does make sense, sense yeah. yeah we don't know that yeah. We don't know what we don't know. I yeah. So yeah. what what did you do when you first came out of college? Were you like in? Were you stuck, or did you just go and do some other jobs? Yeah. Or? Um, no, I think when I left college, that bubbles burst of like all your pals oh, yeah. being like with you every day, mm. and then you leave, and you are not with your pals every day, and you are not working on anything because you you always work on stuff in college. Mm. Um, but I went into a panto, loved it, and then I luckily met 
um, my now best friend, Steve, who gave me a job at Glasgow Acting Academy. Right. So I got a new group of friends and I just, for a few years, I just enjoyed having money because I had a job yeah. and having a good time with my pals. What panto did you do? First um, I did Hamilton panto. So oh, Hamilton, wow. Rutherglen have yeah. like a contract with Inclan. Um, yeah, that, I, I used to MD it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Way you? back. Yeah, did yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. There yeah. you go. I didn't know that. Yeah, with the first year Small. that the students came in. Oh, when that you? first began. You were the with, MD? What's his name? Alan something. There was a guy. Anyway. Yeah, I was the MD. Yeah, yeah. And then I went and wrote the script as well at one point. Oh. And then I was the dame. Bloody hell. Well, yeah. there you go. You've done yeah. it all. <laughs> a wee bit, yeah. There was a year where I did literally do it all. And it was <laughs> you know it You know it well. Too much. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, so I've done I've done that kind of every year since cool. graduating. Have you? Yeah, well, the one year I went to Perth Theatre to do Simbad. Oh, yeah. Um, but then, yeah, I've done it every year oh, since. Cool. And I love it. It's actually really nice because it's, it's, you get to meet students and have that kind of camaraderie and mm. they're all really excited to be involved as well. So, no, it's really nice. I really enjoy it. Local um, pantos are great, I think, because the audience is literally from that yes, town. Yes, yes. They're not trekking into the town centre or whatever. They're, you know, that yeah. is their local place. And they're mm-hmm. going there instead of going into like a big mainstream panto. Yes. Uh-huh. Because whether they maybe can't afford mm-hmm. the other panto or they'd rather just be local and they know people. Like, yeah. Yeah. That community feeling is amazing. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. And but <laughs> growing up in Perth, eh, I got a bit of a fright the first year because I was playing the baddie and they're brutal. You go to, we went, we go to Hamilton, then we go to Rutherglen. The Rutherglen kids are quite scary. They're all like standing at the front, oh just my like God. shouting at yeah. you and stuff. You, yeah, you ugly, ugly, swearing <laughs> at me. You're horrible. Hate you. I've never seen anyone more hideous in my life. And I was like, <laughs> fine, <laughs> bring it on. A mate of mine did the Glasgow Life panto. Yeah. And uh, one of the kids, when he walked on as Aladdin, he was like, hi, everyone, I'm Aladdin. And the kid went, I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just straight to the point, you know? Fair enough. Yeah, I quite like the brutality of I it. I think so. Let's Keeps not the run interesting, doesn't yeah, it? Totally. He was like, I just, you just can't take your foot off the gas for a second, <laughs> and that's good training, isn't it? Yeah. What did he do? I don't know. I don't know. So long ago. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It's the only time I've ever openly filmed anything in the theatre. I went to see it in Castle Milk Community Centre. Yeah. And he started doing this this dance routine, and he just looked as if he wanted to die. And I was like, <laughs> I just didn't even care. I just lifted up my phone right high in the air and just started I filming. I was like, filming. I have to have this. <laughs> that's all I remember about that show. It was glorious. No, that's so good. It is. It is such good training, but it's also, it's also it's hard going. Scary. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you do it? Do you do three show days with those ones? No. Oh, that's good. No, we, we did, don't. We used to. Yeah, I don't. I no, I don't know how people do it. The the gaiety panto is crazy do my friend my friend's just done the gaiety panto um rachel campbell and she was exhausted and i was like good on you good on you mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. on you it's a hard hard trek panto people underestimate it again great training though. Mm-hmm. amazing training like if you can keep going yeah and i think that there's a there's a line isn't there? i don't know where it is but like it used to be keep going no matter what mm-hmm. like the show must go the on. show must go on yeah and then as the years have gone on it's more like we have to care for people and you know, we can't just let all this happen, yeah. which is great too. But there's a sweet spot mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Where that keeping going is useful to you in the long run. Yes. It's part of your galvanizing you and, and you know, mm-hmm. putting in your 10,000 hours. Yeah, 100%. You have to, 
everything has to go on. There was one time in Panto where the princess just didn't come on <laughs> for maybe 10 minutes. Oh. <laughs> and I'm standing on the stage on my own going, right, how many times can I get them to boo before they realise that something is up with me? <laughs> and I was like, maybe if we all shout Sleeping Beauty, she'll appear. And I got them to do it like four times. <laughs> and eventually she'd heard it and gone, oh, right, I'm oh, supposed to be me. on stage right now. Wow, was she in the dressing room, like um, half asleep or something? Yeah, no, she was having a chat. But <gasps> that was a very humbling experience for me where I was like, right, right, oh my God, these things can really happen out of nowhere. Really, really trusting the people around you so all, much everyone yeah. has to do their bit otherwise it collapses yeah we yeah. had one that the other year where it was like ma i've got you a present and mm-hmm. this present was the magic special mirror or something and it moved the plot along yeah well he goes into his pocket and it's not there and he goes i've just i forgot it <laughs> and then he just runs off he says i'll go and get it and i, th- I think where has he left it could be anywhere he might not know where it is he's backstage how long is like, he going to be yeah I can just imagine throwing where's, where's the fucking bar <laughs> and it's in those moments where you like when you know what bit you're doing I find you can ad lib to a certain extent and you can have fun because you feel safe yeah but in those moments mm-hmm. where you have nothing actually you don't you're not quite as funny as you thought you were uh-huh. you know it what depends I mean? what character you're playing as well like well I was the dame so I thought I'll be fine. Yeah. And then I just opened my mouth, just absolute drivel came out, you know. <laughs> and it seemed like a long time. It was probably 10 seconds, but he appeared. And I was like, oh, it feels like, the, oh, it feels feels like, like the longest thing in the world. Yeah. I know. I and know. you're like, I'm fine with ad lib and I'll be fine. And then uh-huh. it comes to it and you go, oh, it's pretty difficult. <laughs> yeah. These if you feel under pressure. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, so you're st- did you do that panto this year gone as well? Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who were you this um, time? I was the baddie again. I'm always the maddie, the baddie. So you're getting, the you're in the carving thing. out a baddie thing. I'm carving out a baddie thing. Very well, good. I'm trying my best. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best part. I love it. It is a lot. If of you fun. can't be a dame, be a baddie. Those are the two, really. Yeah, aren't they? yeah. It's really good. I really like it. Yeah, I want to do baddies soon as well. Actually, it'd be nice. Yeah, you should do it. You should. It's very fun. Very I think fun. I would wreck my voice actually because I have a tendency to like, you know, like I want to do like a big boomy voice. And yeah. Stuff, and I think I would. Yeah. Have to be very careful. Yes, it's it's hard. The first. The first venue that um, we do is Hamilton, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, um, which is huge. It's a big place, it's yeah. massive. And my voice always, at the end of it, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tired. And then we moved to Rutherglen, which is a lovely little town yeah, yeah. theatre, and it's a bit um, smaller, so you can relax a little bit. And That's it's a good. bit, it's really good. It's really nice. What's your kind of um, preparation and warm up stuff? Are you big into it? Or do you just kind of like fly by the seat of your pants? Ah. Uh, I should say I'm into it. No, no. I That's the, what you want me to I say. I want the truth. Because I'm not mad for it, if nah, I'm honest with I'm, you. I'm, I'm, it's actually funny that you asked, because I literally asked Izzy um, yesterday, I said, mm-hmm. what what's your routine before a show? Because that's actually important, especially if you're working two people. Yeah. Some people want to do a thousand things and want to run it 400 times and make sure they're on it. Yeah. And some people like to just be in themselves and mm-hmm. just focus their mind and look at themselves um and she was like I, I like doing that and I was like good I'm kind of the same okay. I feel like you're I feel you know your body mm-hmm. you know the adrenaline that comes the fight or flight that builds up before the show um, and the way I deal with that is just zoning in on it and focusing mm-hmm. maybe skipping through the script um and yeah, water. I'm not. I'm not big on the warm ups. Maybe one siren. 
One siren. <laughs> Maybe a wee siren. Mm. Uh, yeah, a little. Wee. <laughs> um, yeah, but but that's not a big singy thing. Play fine and fine. So no, that's um, it depends on the show, doesn't it? Depends on the show. Yeah, it depends on what you're needing to do. I'd rather bodies. be talking about anything else and having yeah. a laugh about anything unrelated until the very last minute. Oh, really? Okay. Not because I think if I focus on it, I'm going to collapse or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I think there comes a point where there's nothing else I can do. Yes. I'm yes. Like, I know that I know it, so it's not like a case of, but mostly, mm-hmm. unless it's the first day or something, yeah, obviously yeah. I'll be like checking stuff. But I don't think after a couple of weeks or whatever, there's any point in me pacing up and down running lines. I just yeah. think, for me, yeah, no, that totally. just makes me look at it and think, did I always say all that? Did I always leave a pause there and then I'm mm-hmm. going crazy? You start questioning yourself. I'm better to just not be in that headspace and then when I go stand at the side of the stage, just yeah. get on with it. Yeah, no, I feel, I feel that. I feel like everyone has their own approach to it and that is because we all deal things differently. Like, yeah. It is that nerve feeling of how people cope. People either can't and they need to chill out and be on their own or they need to ignore it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> and, me for and, sure. Yeah. Uh, distract themselves, which mm. is also totally valid. What about carry on? Are you one for carry on on the oh, stage? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I yeah. I knew that was going to be as well, oh, somehow. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe not play by a pint. Um, you don't have enough time, really. No, you don't have enough time and you don't... Um, I just don't know if there's enough leeway actually because it's only 50 minutes so it's a bit like yeah you kind of trying to get, get this across yeah get out. panto absolutely <laughs> i'm all about the shopping panel would you be like instigating would you come up yes. with things trying to put people off hide things in the <laughs> see set? when you say trying to put people put people off i'm like oh that sounds bad but yeah i but do yes. <laughs> i do i try and put people <laughs> off all the time great um whether it's sticking things to mirrors, mm-hmm. um, drawing big willies in books, or I'm <laughs> yeah. all about that life. All yeah, when you open the life. book and there's some obscene picture, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Yeah, no, I think I think that keeps it fun, especially when you're doing a long run. Yeah. And you want to keep it interesting and try different things. Uh, we actually have a thing in the panel that we do is that we go out and do a secret Santa, but we have to buy everything in Rutherglen. I love so it. we can't go anywhere else. We need to buy it in Rutherglen, which you can imagine you get some. You get tricky, but you also <laughs> get some tat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one of the things we need to buy is something that someone takes on stage. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got the person that played buttons a little skateboard, and they were skating up and down. I think there was a flute. Someone needed to bring a on, flute. yeah, a flute. Where do you get a flute in Rutherglen? Well, the charity shops. I'm telling oh, you, the course. things Chances, that you yeah. find is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm all for a, I'm all for a wee giggle. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. It's funny because when you're working in a bigger company, you sort of there's people that are and there's people that aren't, yes. and you kind of have to judge it, don't you? Yeah, you need to gauge whether they're. You can't up just for fling it. it out there because someone mm-hmm. might just they might put them off completely. They might yeah. be really mad. I know some people are, which I respect as well. Like some people are like, nah, you can't throw me. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not funny for me. I'm like, well, it's no, if it's no fun for them, if it's then not fun for them, that? it's not fun for anyone. And no. I feel really bad. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I need to gauge people. That's what rehearsals are for. Figuring out if people are up for it or not. Yeah, you know, don't you? After yeah. a couple of weeks. Yeah, you know whether they're. In with you, or they're not interested. <laughs> it's so funny. I like. I'm always interested in a big company, watching what people do before the show as well, and mm-hmm. seeing how different it can be. Yeah. You know? What did you do for Macbeth? Me? Well, N- nothing. The whole company surely had. No. A... Did you not? Just fight call. Fight oh, wow. call. You know, standard. Um, but other than that, 
Nah. Nothing. Just your own, left to your own devices. It's up to you. There's spaces available if you yeah. want. Like the stage is available at a certain time. I would play tunes like me and Ali McCray and Annie would yeah. would sit and play tunes together. Oh, not see, because that's nice. just because for joy, like, but yeah. it's good. It helps you warm up a bit. Yeah, and everyone's also got their own thing as well, I suppose. Yeah. And that's respecting that, isn't it? But there were people that like like to stretch and run mm-hmm. run over stuff, but there was never any company thing. Yeah. And actually, the, the one thing I kind of dislike is when everyone is expected to do the same thing. Yes. Because I don't know who that suits. I'm not sure it suits anybody. Mm-mm. I know sometimes you're called for a vocal warm up and you're like, I've kind of done. I've kind of you know you yeah. get to a point that you know what your voice needs to warm up. Well, for so. that particular show as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like 50% of what's happening over here on the piano might not be any use to what you're... Exactly, yeah. So you kind of know within yourself what no. you need to do to warm up. I've had to lead yeah. lots of warm-ups as music captain yeah. and I always feel a bit of a tool with it because I'm like, half these people won't want this. No, I know. Half but there's this sort of obligation, isn't there? Like, we all have to come together and... Yeah, I know. Mm, it's yeah. more about that, really, isn't well, it? it is that, it's about yeah. everyone congregating on the stage. It's yeah. I do like walking about walking the stage yeah. before a show. I love that it play pint of pint is free from eleven. Mm. You'll find me there at eleven with my headphones on. Just really, yeah, just taking in the space. Mm-hmm. Sounds wanky, no, right? Like it. it does, but it's not even. I'm not even doing the full show. I'm not acting it out on my own. Yeah, I get but, you. But um, just just feeling it, just yeah. taking in, so that I don't go on the stage and go oh i forgot oh yeah totally. this isn't this isn't set or this isn't there this is different mm. um but that gets rid of my anxieties or relaxes me that's good a wee bit yeah i, I like going into one. like a bigger you know if there's a bigger theater if you're on tour or something like mm-hmm. that and just walking out on stage when it's empty yeah i like taking that in because i think there's so much magic like yeah of the history of it all and the people that have been there and stuff it somehow is all held in there yeah and yeah. i just want to like drink that in a bit mm-hmm. you know yeah totally. that's a joy the first day before they start the kind of place and call or whatever tech you just walk out and just like take it all it in a little so bit good. yeah no that 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 must be amazing yeah i think it's also trying to keep alive gratitude as well you go wow remember this is fucking cool we are so lucky yeah, yeah so lucky to be here and mm-hmm. and be in this experience i know I know, yeah, it's really good. I like I like doing that. And every, I used to work at um, Perth Theatre as a techie. So my auntie's a stage manager. So oh, right. I did some techie gigs for her when I was in my last years of school. And uh, Perth Theatre was closing down for its refurbishment mm-hmm. as I was leaving. So I was helping kind of get everything ready for it to close. And there was a moment that was just me on stage. <laughs> this is so embarrassing, right? But there's a ghost in Perth Theatre. Oh, yes. Called the Green Lady. And... I spoke to her. <laughs> what did you say? I just, I don't, I was just like, no, I'm not going to say it. Oh, so come bad. on. I was just, I, I don't know. I was just like, if you're there, mm. it's going to close. And I was just telling her what was going to happen. Right. Because I was scared that it was going to be refurbished and she was going to be lost and not know what to do. In the rubble. <laughs> In the she rubble. managed to stay alive after death. <laughs> yeah, but she really can't she do with construction. <laughs> I know. Well, I worked a wee bit in the costume department, so I would take all the costumes and take them up and wash, put them in the washing. Mm-hmm. So it was just me in the costume wardrobe in the department, mm-hmm. and it was dark, and that's apparently where she lives. So I felt like we had a relationship. <laughs> so when it was closing, I was like, I need to speak to this gal before okay, yeah. she gets a fright. I know it's weird. It's weird. It's superstitious. <laughs> I like the superstitions. But every theatre, I, I think, has a little a history like you said it's yeah. got a, a little ghost i suppose me 
the way I would describe it is just it's just different words for it. Yeah. Like I've said, the the feeling of the people that have been there mm-hmm. is still there in the walls. Mm-hmm. And some people would say ghosts. Yes. It's the same thing. Yes. You know, it's just different paths up the same mountain, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's the same. What's that thing about the light being left on? The ghost light, yeah. The ghost light, they yeah. Because they don't want to leave it totally dark. Because ghosts yeah. are scared of the dark, obviously. <laughs> so they'd be like, oh no, I was fine scaring everyone in the dark. But now that you've left it dark, I'm very upset. <laughs> that always, I find that confusing. <laughs> See, I love that little, little it's cute, though. tinker that goes on. I yeah. think I would always, like, if that was a thing, I would always honour it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the superstitions and the kind of things around that. here, I love that stuff. Like if I find myself whistling on stage, uh-huh. I go, whoop, no, oh, and I don't, I stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love all that. Yeah, me too. I'd, I'd actually make an effort to teach my kids those. Yes, oh, good. You need to know this and you need to know that. And they're like, what? What's your thing for the Scottish play if someone mentions it? Because I, I never know what the what the remedy is. Oh, oh well, the remedy? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know a remedy. I'm just like, we're doomed. Just don't. No, so if you mention it's supposed to be that if you do that, you have to go outside the dressing room, turn around three times, and then some people say spit on the floor, some people say you've got to knock, and then say, can I come in? They say yes, and then you come back in, and then you're good. Something like that. What? But I have never heard that. Older actors usually know better. Like They go, no, it's this, and I, I'm never sure exactly what the routine what is. What the there rules is a, are. There's a routine if you say it. Oh, well, that's good to know. I'm just really careful. Just don't say it. to say it, yeah. Well, the thing I've found is, since I came back from doing Macbeth, yeah. every time I meet someone in a theatre foyer, they go, how was Macbeth? And I'm like, would you shut up? <laughs> how, I know. Was, how are you? Okay. <laughs> Could we please just think it? Because I don't like it. Yeah, it's care- you, you're careful with yeah. it. Yeah. I, think I like to keep be. those traditions alive just yeah. for fun as well. I know. It is, it is good. It is good. I love it. Do you know the break a leg one? Uh, I've heard a few versions. I'd be yeah, interested well, to hear what yours is. So my one is that the breaking the leg was like getting on in variety theatre. Right. So, like, you would, if you broke the leg, it would mean that you managed to get your act on. Oh, like, past the leg as in the Yeah, the as in the actual piece, wing, yeah. That which you, was called a leg. Yeah, you managed to break get, past it. get on and your performance was seen. Okay. Um, so people go, break a leg, hope you get on the stage. Right. Um, I forgot that one. I that's what I've that. heard, yeah. That's, I've got two other ones. Uh-huh. One is referring to that same leg, uh-huh. and it's I hope you break a leg, as in I hope you take you have to come on for so many curtain calls, pulling past it that you tear it down. Oh. so I hope you get lots of applause. Uh huh. And the other one, of course, is the Elizabethan bow, where you would bend your back leg, extend your front, and that was how you bowed. Yes. And say so I hope that you break, as in bend. Yes, I've heard your leg that one. You have to take I didn't a bow. hear the the other one that yeah. you said. Oh, I forgot about that one. That's three now. Yeah. If anyone's got any other ones. Brian yeah. at puttingittogethercast.com <laughs> or you can go get into Maddie's DMs if you want to talk about breaking no, the leg. No, please do. I love that stuff. Come on down. <laughs> we solved the problems of the world, mate. I know. Done and that's it. it. We've done it. Oh, is that it? doesn't seem long, does it? No, not at all. Easy. Well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> you got conversation now. Ah, come on. That was joyous. Thank you so much for doing it. No, don't be silly. It's been a pleasure. Maddie Grieve there, still with an intense passion for all things artistic. And that's a beautiful thing to to remember, I think. Um, It might shake us a little out of our reverie and remind us all to have some gratitude for whatever aspect of this business we might be involved in. Even if that's as an audience member, sometimes we can get complacent even there. Um, Today, um, 
Today I went to see Vanya at the cinema, uh, Andrew Scott's one-man version of Uncle Vanya after Chekhov, and it reminded me of why I'm grateful to be in this business. You know, it was a beautiful performance, and it was lovely to see something that, I suppose, I don't know much about Chekhov. I'm not a great Chekhovian. I don't know the story that well, and so on. So I was able, I allowed myself just to let it be as it was. I didn't get sort of too upset about not following every aspect of it. I do think that maybe it's one of those things where people who already know the story of Uncle Vanya might fare a little bit better. Or even that, you know, before I went to see it, another way I could have done it would be to look up Uncle Vanya and read a little bit about the original story, things like that. Um, So there were bits where I was sometimes a little bit muddled or something. But I decided today just to enjoy the performance, the the design, everything about it, um, and each individual moment as it took place, you know. Um, um, Letting it speak for itself in each moment. And even if, you know, as a whole, there were little bits where I maybe wasn't exactly sure who was who or something like that. I kind of didn't let it bother me. It was just my way of dealing with it today. And and I just enjoyed the whole experience. It's amazing to see someone do do good work and go through a process on stage to show great skill um that's been that's been honed and practiced over many years. That's a beautiful thing to to witness, regardless of, of in the context sometimes, just to see someone with great skill do something well is a beautiful thing in and of itself. So I thoroughly enjoyed that and it and it reminded me how grateful I am to to have this. Um just as part of my life in whatever whatever capacity it might be on any given day. So yes, thank you Maddie for reminding us to keep our gratitude at the top of the pile. Um and like I say in the episode, you know, I I definitely did start out with the idea that as long as I'm working, that's fine. And then at some point there's a little shift that comes where you say there are certain things I want to do and certain things I want to do less and we you get to that difficult point where you do have to consider not saying yes to everything and that's a very fortunate place by the way I mean don't don't get me wrong um, and I'm not batting offers away by any means but occasionally you know you you make a decision instead of just saying yes because it's there you think am I saying yes for the right reasons and is this something that I want to do and and what what might this lead to you do have to think like that um and the danger is that along the way to that path you might lose at some stage the 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 youthful optimism i suppose that maddie has demonstrated here today you know the gratitude for all of it for every element of it we mustn't let that fall by the wayside just because we're starting to become a little bit more choosy or because things have changed um because we're trying to carve out a more specific path than maybe we were when we first began. I'm not speaking for everyone. In fact, I'm mainly speaking for myself. But there you have it. Um, it was great to experience Maddie's story and also her gratitude for, for life and work. And long may it continue. So I'll leave you now until next week when I bring you a brand new episode. And I'll just say what I always say. Cheerio now. <laughs>